Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great show for you tonight. Great show. That's what I feel like when I hear that. I feel like it's a... <laughs> Benny Youngman. I, I never... It, every single time. I feel like I'm doing some sort of old school late night show, which would be super fun to do. In fact, we should build a studio and do that once oh, a week man. on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Right here at 21gun.net. Hey, guys. Thanks for checking out the 21gun podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Sullivan. As always, we have, we have a special guest in the studio. We'll wait for him. Uh, the first person we're going to introduce is Jeremy Walton. Jeremy likes long walks on the beach. <clears throat> I just inhaled my own spit right in the middle of <clears throat> live show. Actually, I got choked up a little bit. Uh, and we also have Philosophical Frank. He's wearing a, a sweatshirt and it says veteran in case we forget. It's, you know, there's a lot of PTSD going around. Lest ye for, now you're going to make People it all. Like, I, it, no, oh, it's a lot. It's, it's a whole lot less PTSD and a whole lot of D. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> well, if you look behind Jeremy, uh, you have... Uh, that's that's the sign that should be where he's at. That's the um, earned never given. Can you see it? Does it show up? That's the NDSM for those for those civilians that are tuning in. Uh, the NDSM is a uh, uh, award. Coveted. Yeah, it's a award and decoration from the U.S. military, the Department of Defense, and uh, it is given to heroes, heroes of the utmost. People who have spent hours and hours in PowerPoint slides, maybe fell asleep during so. a briefing. It's true. What oh, do you have? One? Oh yeah, oh, we don't. So. We don't invite oh, people so. on the show. If you heard that, say it right ain't there. so. We don't invite people on the show who actually haven't earned one. That's the. That's the. The benchmark you got to meet to come into this uh, studio. We won't talk about the <laughs> civilian we have in the studio. Yeah, we will. We also have uh, Max. Uh, I won't use your last name just in case you're a little worried about that. Max is our official intern for the day. He's going to be running around and get us some stuff. He's going to join us next week running all the boopity boops on the other side. So we've got Max. And we also have Benny. Be on. We also have Benny from Semper Sometimes. We have Semper uh, Tunes. And I get that screwed up. There's another yeah. Semper. Oh, yeah, there's your Semper Fine. Then, of course, we have Semper. Mm. And Benny, I don't know your last name. Again, maybe you don't want to say. Maybe you don't want to be associated with individuals as proud. No, my name, and my name vociferous. is Douglas Bennett. Douglas oh, really? Bennett. Oh, okay. Go there you go. Benny. My, I'm my my uh, brain just was like Douglas. It's not. It's not Benny's not short for Douglas. No. Okay, let's move right along. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we actually have a thing that when someone does or says something stupid like that, uh, do you have it up and ready to go? Or uh, the first one. Yeah. Well, whatever you want to do. If I you want to do Oh Willie, which is a, a classic. A staple. No, you have that. I don't have that. Oh, I do? Yeah, well, I'm not pulling them up because whenever I pull something up, you're not pulling out his Willie. It gets weird. Oh. Is it under? Was he's it not under pulling out his Willie. It gets weird. I don't know where it's at. It's not a big deal. We don't have to it have that. It is a big that. deal. Now I'm going to fucking find it. We, I could try it, but I'm afraid we're going to lose cameras. Now you've challenged him. I'm afraid we're going to lose cameras. Uh, so yeah, anyways, we have uh, Benny from uh, his podcast, Semper Sometimes, and he's going to join the show. He's going to chime in. We'll find out his story. I believe he's a. Uh, a Marine, especially with the name Semper in it. I met him up at Burbiz. We talk about Burbiz all the time. Freaking awesome, awesome organization. If you guys ever hear about it, a uh, little plug for them. Head over to Burbiz. I'm kidding. I don't know their website. <laughs> just put in B-O-U-R-B-I-Z. And, he's just and nailing this tonight. A lot like of good time. Yeah. Uh, and that's really all the all the intros we have. We got a bunch of stories. We got, um, <laughs> if you could, what I should have done is when you guys didn't know, I should have just hit live because prior to us going live, we were having some fantastic conversations, mainly about oh, vomiting, yeah. uh, <laughs> sharding. Um, I think those are I the mean, two main ones. Well, okay, scallops, so, scallops, 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 scallops yeah. getting scallops lodged into sinuses yeah. as you are vomiting. Yeah, uh, it's interesting stuff. And here's the thing: whenever I hear, and and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm I'm not very classy, uh, but when people talk about that stuff, I laugh. It's so funny. I don't know. I love hearing about people's poop stories. And they're vomiting stories. Do you remember the guy? It's because we're 12. It's because Kevin nearly sharded himself. That's why. A few minutes ago. Like uh, right before live. We, we had, <laughs> we had uh, who was that dude that was on, oh gosh, maybe a year ago, he had to run through the poop river. Remember that Hold dude? Hold on. He swam this through poop river. This guy just looked at me with teeth, knowing that I can't remember anything I did yesterday and just asked me what happened a year ago. Do you remember ago. this though? The guy who told I a story? I do remember what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Oh, <laughs> this is I useless just, information. Just Andy Dufresne? Uh, no, it wasn't him. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one thing I forgot to talk about last week, guys. Did I forget to talk about this? Uh, if I did, we'll just move on. Um, do you guys watch NFL? Are you NFL fans? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm, See, I didn't I'm know. I'm a 49ers really... fan, yeah. 
Okay. Do you I like watch every week? And stuff? I don't watch not every, every week. Every I don't week. have cable, but it comes down to uh, if I can stream it, and sometimes and it's hard to stream a 49ers game on the on the East Coast. Does anyone have cable anymore? Um, I don't think so. All my stuff I do through my Xbox. I do all my. Sh- I do like. YouTube, Hulu. Yeah, yeah. That's all I do. No, Josh, you don't screw the football. We're saying screw football. My question, yeah, and that's the, that's the thing, right? My brother. So I really, I, I I mean, I used to be, I'm from New England, so I used to be a diehard uh, Patriots. Diehard Patriots. Die Let me tell you right now. Tom, Tom Brady is the Tom best freaking quarterback that ever lived on the face of the earth and don't say anything about that anyways uh until he went to tampa bay now they all hate him yeah no i'm cool with that i'm cool with that 75 years old still winning uh the point i'm bringing this up though is he played against eli it's (laughs) yeah i remember that but we won't talk about that game uh the point of this is at like where do you draw the line like i after they started kneeling and doing the other national anthem and then they were yard line what? No. When they oh, where's see? O Willie? Oh, see, Willie. Yeah, it's on bad. your computer. It's not on mine. Where do you draw the line? Where do you say? Because right now I've boycotted them for officially two years for for the sole reason. Yeah, you have the right to say whatever you want, do whatever you want. It's freedom of speech and all that stuff. But it, it used to be a time for us to get together, right? You could be against people. Calm down, Wahlberg. <laughs> you could be against uh, the other team or whatever, but you still had something in common, and it was it was football. And now I throw in football, and it's like. I just have to be hammered with how evil I am and how evil the world is. And, and it's like, I can't do that. And so what do I do, right? What a, uh, I, I feel like I'm, uh, what's that word? I'm keeping my kids from enjoying it because we don't watch it here. And I enjoyed watching it growing up. So I don't know. What, do you, what say you? What say you about, about NFL? And, and if you do watch it, how do you justify watching it? Um, fuck your feelings for starters. Um... I don't know. We we got down to kneeling on the flag. Granted, it's we we served. We it's their right to do. We served for their right to do that. Yeah. Now, would you do that at your work at say McDonald's, Pizza Hut, your job, etc.? Would you take a kneel just because you feel like you have to make that expression? You're at a job. Do your fucking job. We didn't come here for politics. We came here for fucking football. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For, sorry, we came well, here for freaking football. I can't say for so I'm not a huge fan of football. I never really have been, but I wear, I watch it on the holidays, you know, Super Bowl Sunday, Thanksgiving, because it's an American sport. But for me, it's like I don't watch sports to get into a political agenda. Right. And so for me, it never bothered me because I don't, I already don't watch it. But I have a lot of friends who literally stopped watching it, like you, because of the politics and everything that it came to. And my thing is, is that like as a Marine, still on the on, in the Marine Corps, if I decided tomorrow to kneel or to do anything like that, it would immediately be misconstrued as a, as a negative thing because they right. would say, hey, you represent the Marine Corps. And I would get in trouble. I sure. would get kicked yeah. out of the Marine Corps tomorrow. But as an NFL athlete or whatever, oh, no, it's okay. It's not the same thing. But it, it is. Yeah. What I was hoping for, I'm not going to lie, I was hoping you guys would be like, just watch it. It's fine. They don't do anything. No. But I, I can't. I, I don't no, know. There's I like a, It goes back to that. Just because you can do something, right, doesn't mean you, you should should right do something. They lost me. Well, they lost me with the kneeling. So when he started doing anything, I thought it was stupid. My thing is, if you don't like the whole national well, anthem, whatever, whatever, one, I, yeah, I, I'm part of that thing. It's like, hey, you can leave. Yeah. But the other thing is, you don't have to come out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can stay in the back. You know, no one's no one's even gonna see you. But where they really lost me was when they tried, and they've actually still still doing this. When they said, "Oh, we're just gonna put the the fake anthem in front," and when I say fake anthem, I'm gonna piss off the black a, anthem, a lot of yeah. black people. The Negro national anthem. So there is no such thing as the Negro national anthem. Let me just say that for everyone listening and watching, there is no such thing as the Negro national anthem. Is that what it's called? Yes, that's what they call it. Yes, there's really? no such thing as the Negro national anthem. <gasps> Negro is not a nation, so there is no national anthem. So. But it's a song called Lift Every Voice and Sing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I remember when I was a kid growing up, we used to sing it all the time for Black History Month. Okay. Yeah. It's called Lift and Every Voice and Sing. And it's a beautiful song. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But why would you do that and put that in front of the actual national anthem? I, because of my wokeness and my feelings? No, screw that. I feel it like it's just like we're seeing with everything else in this world. It's just something else to divide us, right? It's well, us versus them. It's you versus him. It's this versus that. It's yeah. vaccinated versus unvaccinated. It's Republicans versus yeah. Democrats. It's yeah. it, And it's like... 
that's the whole point. You break us apart and we lose that common thread that we used to all have. We could have differences, right? We could absolutely have differences. We can sit there and, and they say they say critical race theory and all that stuff. That's just, um, um, you know, that's for you. We can talk about that stuff. That stuff existed. That's history and learn about our history and realize that as a country, where we came from just as few as 150 years ago to where we are today is something to be proud of. It's something to say, yeah. wow, look how far we came. Yeah. And yet, no, it's chop, 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 chop until we're a bunch of little pieces and then we can't we can't come together. And I don't know. That, I think that's the end game. But what were you going to say, Benny? Well, since you, since you brought up the NFL, I don't know if you – I don't watch sports, like I said, but I've been watching the news and stuff. And there's this guy in the NBA who went and he literally, like, attacked LeBron James verbally oh, about yeah. how he and endorses his- Nike – Yep. And then all of a sudden, this dude got his, he was able to legally change his name when he became an American citizen. So he changed his last name to Freedom. To freedom. Yeah. So now yeah. his basketball really? jersey yeah. says Freedom on it. Yep. That's that's, is that literally like what, two days ago, was it? I think it yeah. was. It's like two it days ago. It was like really recent, yeah. And he's still going after LeBron. People yep. still going after him. People don't it. realize, yeah, we got some issues over in this country, but they are nothing. Spend a week, spend a week in Baghdad and you go, spend oh, a day. Or, or, or at this point, Australia, and you're like, oh man, holy mackerel, oh, we're d- pretty damn free over here. I don't know if we're gonna go into it or not, but have you heard of what's going on in Germany now? Uh, I don't. I I have heard a lot of are they crap, things? but what are they no, doing? They're literally about to round up and like. Oh, I'm sorry, not round up, but they're uh, force. Uh, not not uh, uh, quarantine. Quarantine mandating vaccines. Unvaccinated people in Germany. Oh man, it's almost like they put a star on people before. Yeah, that's crazy. Star belly sneakers. That's insane. I told you. That's class insane. war. It's us. It's yeah. It's Anyways, yeah, uh, literally forced. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys actually hear that the U.S. Air Force changed? This is. I wish this was a joke. This sounds like a Babylon B thing. I, I pulled it up here. If I could pull it up on my phone, uh, they changed the word. <laughs> what? What's going on? Why? Oh. What did you do to Jeremy's brother? Yeah, just, my do, my man? head looks enlarged. Yeah, it, do, it kind of does, to be honest. <laughs> really, that's weird. I think it's because I have the camera close and I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, watch. See, I haven't been able to do this. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa. Back up, back up, back I know. Up. I could move it further back, but whatever. I got a big head. I'm a bobblehead today. <laughs> bobblehead Sully. Why is coming? Okay, okay. Uh, real quick, a uh, Josh text. Real quick, have you been drinking? I know. Okay. I know we are, but how much have you had to think that I Kevin has drinking, a bottle head? I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi, ladies and gentlemen. The choice of He's in generation. recovery mode. So the U.S. Air Force uh, changed. So I, one of my biggest complaints about when, when I was in the Air Force is that their complete inability to uh, latch on to any sort of tradition. Uh, tradition is like a four-letter word for them. It's just everything like, oh, that's the old symbol. Let's make a new symbol. Let's change the our, – our whole service is like 75 years old and – they change the uniforms like eight times or more than that during their time. It's like they can't they can't stand tradition. Well, the latest was, and of course, I'm not going to have the uh, the the page pulled up here, but the latest was they changed the the hymn, the Air Force hymn, uh, to gender neutral terms. The, what 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 Air Force me. is it? Uh, what Air Force? You said? Yep, the U.S. Air Force. You kidding? Really? I, that's yeah. got to be a joke. No, no. No, you're you punking would think me, it Ashton is. Kutcher. You're hold punking on. me, Ashton. Let me so, pull up, hold let me on, pull up, uh, U.S. Air. I got it right here. Bull Air Force. What? What's that? You said the U.S. Air Force changed their. Yeah, just to gender neutral Air oh, Force my God. song. Yeah, it's it's real. It's real. Wow. So it's obviously here's the thing. All right, let's 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 talk about here go, right what here. it means. Uh, so. Yes, the song is mainly, they talk about men and this and brother and all that stuff. But you got to remember, right, uh, if you guys are history buffs, the Air Force was born out of the ashes of World War II. Yeah. Right? The 10th Air Force, or no, I'm sorry, the 8th Air Force accounted for 10% of the casualties of World War II. That's one Air Force was, one in 10 people were from... The 8th Air Force. This was the first time in history they said, hey, let's take dudes, put them in a ball. Oh, do I have my, no, I don't have my B-17 over here. Put them in a ball at the bottom of an aircraft, send them through flak, fight, fighter, like crazy stuff. Like if you hadn't ever heard of this, you'd be like, oh man, that's that's sci-fi, right? So Because at the time it was. 
So these dudes, and it was dudes, and I'm sorry that it was men, but that's the way it was back then. That's just the way it was, right? It's not that women couldn't do it or whatever. Back then, that's how it was. So these guys flew into harm's way. 10% of them died. Uh, I can't even remember. There's like so many incredible uh, statistics about how it was just insane. So they came back. They started the U.S. Air Force a couple of years later, and they wrote the Air Force hymn. And when you look at the Air Force hymn, it's talking about the history basically of World War II. It's basically about the, the 8th Air Force flying into, into combat. And so they say that's not inclusive. <clears throat> what about it's our history it's it's you can be a female four star <clears throat> f-15 fighter ace whatever top best pilot on the earth you can't look back on the mighty eighth and say wow those guys uh were pretty incredible and i'm glad that that's the roots of 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 what i am serving here and and no 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 it isn't and now we have to be like well we have to totally whitewash that and turn it into something that it's not it's got it's just it has me so mad well cj says Adderboy, boy give him the gun is gone yeah it's it says adam now give him the gun yeah yeah they got Ad, rid of Adderboy, mm, give them. her the gun that's like the best part of the song <laughs> not that it's a good song it's actually it's kind of a weird song was this one of those things that and this it goes this kind of falls in line with one of the other stories or one of the other I think we may get into later on tonight. But is this one of those things where somebody from the outside is trying to help the military again? I have no idea. Um, let's check this out. Because my right? thing is, did they, who did they ask within the Air Force that said that this? Oh, I guarantee you, nobody. Was some social was problem? Ju- it was some social justice warrior. I have to be. I can't Can be loud because I can't. I can't twist the kids. That's what I'm asking. It's like, it's some, some social justice where it's like, that doesn't sound right. That's not appropriate. That's can, not inclusive. That's what it's Can you like. imagine, guys, listen. Uh, God, hold on, them, not I guys. Mean, I'm sorry. You guys are talking about the shores of Tripoli and uh, I, I think it's kind of, you know, it's it's violent against the Tripolians. Uh, the Halls of Montezuma. <laughs> what are you why? saying? What are you saying about Halls of Montezuma? Why not this? Um, and then they from, change it from, around. From the Halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, right, right. we fight our battles. There is no they fight their battles. They're, it's we. We. Right. Yeah. But women have also been part of the Marine Corps for a very long time. Uh, and, and I guess they were part of the Air Force. But again, it's it's a historical song and it's taken out of context when you want to do that. And again, I'm not saying that you don't you don't honor the women that have flown or the women that I flew. Uh, my squadron commander was the first female squadron <gasps> commander of a combat squadron deployed overseas and i thought that was really cool right because it just it shows that in in those situations there's there's really no difference um but again so then you uh so one of the one of the lines is uh i think it's hands of men blasted the world asunder i mean some of the words are pretty cool um it says valiant hands blasted the world valiant hands minds of men fashioned a crate of thunder is now um where is that one? Um, brilliant minds fashioned to create a brilliant, thunder. Brilliant sent, minds. Sent, sent it high into the blue. The new change is valiant hands blasted oh, the world asunder. Okay. How they lived, God only knew. The new adjustment as well is boundless souls dreaming of sky. I calm. find it odd that they're still leaving God in there. Or is that just a matter of time before they take that out too? I was just about to say that. Is it only a matter of time before they take that out too? I was going to say, hold on a minute. you you got to be gender neutral, so now you don't got to be... You know, you can't say God. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah. Call them right now. Call the guy right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't we give can... him any ideas. I'm offended so, by your outfit. So Take it off. Air Force, come on, guys. I don't know what you're doing. Girls, whatever. Uh, sad news. Colonel Edward Shames. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's the last surviving member of Easy Company, 506th Infantry Regiment, better known as the Band of Brothers. He was the last surviving member that died. He died uh, just recently, 99 years old. Uh, here, wow. I'll just read the, the notes here. A World War II vet- veteran who fought in some of the most significant battles and was the last surviving officer, no less, uh, of the company that inspired the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. Shames died peacefully at his home. In Virginia Beach, not far away, uh, on Friday, according to obituary posted, he his he survived his wife after seventy three years Ooh. of marriage. Seventy, I think it's a record. Goals right there. I think that's a, who get that's insane. Um, Half these guys and gals can't go past seventy three seconds. Well, I mean, uh, if you survive war, I mean, yeah, you should be able to survive. <laughs> I mean, just. So, yeah, that's a little sad, but I guess, you know, I mean, he's 100 years old. He wow. died peacefully. You can't ask for more than that. Guy, the guy got to shoot Nazis. He stayed yeah. married to his woman for 75 years, nice. and he died peacefully in his sleep. All right. Uh, good on you, man. It's a good way to freaking check out. Nice. Yeah, it really is. really is. Considering it, how many people died 
or how long ago he could have died oh, yeah, very life easily. Life expectancy back then was like, what, like a minute, 30 oh, seconds after off the good. chopper or something like that? Not good. Well, there were no choppers in World War II, but that it's was, okay. That was a smart-ass comment. Oh, but. it was. <laughs> so, uh, and it makes you, right? You've all heard the thing. What makes a, a, a not, I don't even want to say a good soldier, but death on the battlefield can be glorious. You're just, well, I was going to say. Sorry, I'm a jarhead. You're, you're standing to the left of one foot. You're standing to the right one foot. You take a step where you're not supposed to step. And that's and it's it. just, yeah. And it's not Lights about how out. good you are or anything like that. And how many people, and that's what, that's, uh, and I bring this up a lot and I'm not going to, I'm uh, hanging out with the irreverent warriors because we did, we, we flew a lot of, <laughs> we flew a lot of uh, 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 casualties out of, or, or bodies out of Baghdad and stuff. And to be around veterans, it, it makes me think, so that whole idea, I'm going to get metaphysically here, that, that idea of being a foot to the left or foot to the right, yeah. the people I hang out with could have been those people in the coffins. Fair. And, and they're not. They're here with us. And it's just a foot. And, yeah. Man. So. I literally, that you bring that up, it's funny. And my wife hates when I bring this up. Mm-hmm. Six inches. Is a lot. <laughs> for, for Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's like, oh, no. that's, that's, that's two times, so sir. I got that's hit three and three. A, I got hit with a 200 plus pound IED directly to the side, to my to my truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, the jackass that emplaced it was an idiot, and it was against the bridge abutment, and he put half of the shaped charge, hit the bridge, mm-hmm. and the other half hit my truck, which was right at my face. Had he angled it six inches higher, Oof. that whole shape charge would have taken that whole mm. side of the truck out and me with it. Yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know six inches. Six inches. Matters. Six inches is enough. Well, I mean, it's it's like everything. <laughs> it's everything. If someone's shooting at you, if they, <laughs> some people, it's more than enough. Uh, it, it's like a mortar. You've been in a mortar attack. If that tube was just bloop, just a little bit this way, it could have landed right. I mean, it's crazy. You can't really think about that stuff. Uh, I have a question that I wrote down actually when we were talking at the beginning uh, before the show started. Uh, I don't even know. Now I'm looking at a question. I don't know what we were talking about. It made me think of this. But would you have rather served in peacetime or in war? Meaning if, and, and I don't want to say it like, would you rather if Iraq never happened or Afghanistan? Absolutely. I would rather those wars never happened. But they did. Would you have rather have been a, a, a combat veteran or a peacetime veteran? Benny, you first. So I talk about this a lot on my podcast um, because so my answer is I would rather be a combat veteran than not. Um, and I say that because there's so many people who join the military and any branch and then they get out and they don't even ever mention having been in the military because the first question a civilian asks them is, is so did you go over? Yeah. So, so many people feel lesser than because they never did, mm-hmm. even if they, even when they were in a combat time. So I love the fact that I'm, you know, an OV, OEF combat veteran. Um, I don't think that I would rather not be just because I feel like I would face so much more adversity. And I feel like I'd be more fucked up in my head if I had to walk around telling people, no, I never did. No, I never yeah. did. And that's a common theme that people like that's a I think that's a mental health thing. You know, people yeah. who who maybe missed a deployment or yeah. uh, didn't we have a guy on and not long ago that. Yeah, you're not talking in your mic there, nope. chief. Survivor's, sorry. <laughs> survivor's guilt, survivor's remorse. That's yeah. real. Um, but to his point, to what he said. Yeah, 100 percent. Now, before I got in. So for my first two or three years. There was no rumblings of war. Like we, like the whole Desert Storm stuff had already happened. It this was is over. before Vietnam. It was '63. It was still mm. a relatively peaceful time. <laughs> well, Frank was like a Frank was young back then, so he that's when he first joined. So yeah, but, were you but, a so, were you a Montfort Point Marine? Oh my God! Everybody got jokes today. <laughs> Everybody's got jokes today. You told no, me what they were, so that is a funny joke. Was <laughs> jokes. Um, but uh, so I had a brief moment of like peacetime service. Yeah, and then not peacetime service hands down i would rather be a combat vet than and it's not to you know shit on anyone who hasn't you know been deployed again it's just circumstances right yeah yeah. but i think a lot of it gave me a lot of perspective on everything you know i don't complain about a lot of the stuff that i should complain a lot of people complain about yeah i don't it gives me other it gives me a better perspective on other shit sure i've seen other things so Hands down, I would rather be a combat vet. So, in in my sense, is having been through it, 
and then been through times where we have still been at war and not been there, the amount of experience that you not only learn as a, a, a young adult, going into not only as a parent, as a husband, because I was married at the time, learning that patience comes from not just serving. And I say that because you have to learn to be cool, calm, and collected as best you can during harsh, traumatic times. It doesn't matter if it's uh, combat, doesn't matter if it's driving a car, doesn't matter if you just had a kid. You're like, holy shit, I'm a fucking father. For some people, that may be kind of traumatic because you now bring a life into the world that you now have to care for. You know, it's you've now cared for your brothers to the left and the right. Now you have to care about someone that's right in front of you, and that is without that kind of experience, I don't think I would have been the person I am today. And that's not saying that people haven't learned. People go through their experiences differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's job is going to be different. I say personally for me as a person who has been to combat, seen lost friends, watch them die, go through that shit. I don't think I would have had the patience. The okay, now I have a little bit of patience. I wouldn't go through <laughs> the pain, the patience, and the the mindset to go through those kind of adversities and learn to fight through them. Had I not gone, yeah, it makes it 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 well it can make or break you as a person it yeah can make true, or break you true. And, in, in a nutshell yeah so i don't know it's a weird question and i, I don't know what what the right answer is because you feel weird saying you know like i, I remember being in well, flight there is, school go ahead there is no right answer because like, the it. thing is is that like there's people out there like i'm sure if you asked you know people who are amputees or who can't deal with the rest of their life if they could go back and not lose their legs and not be a combat vet, there's a huge chance they might say, yeah, fuck, I want my, my legs yeah. back. Yeah. So the reality of it is is that like there is no right answer. There is no wrong answer because each and every one of us interprets things differently. Correct. And no matter what the story is, if like me and you could live the exact same story, but my mentality is going to be different than how you receive it. So no matter what, there is no right or wrong answer. You know, yeah. and at the end of the day, if you want to, you can identify as a combat vet. It's okay today. Like, you're good. Uh, I remember being in flight school. It was 02, 01, 02, whatever. And I was talking to one of my instructors, and I'm like, am I going to miss the war? <laughs> I don't want to miss it. Uh, you think it'll still be going on? What's going on? Why does Sully's head look so big? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Now I got to change this. Hold on. All right. See, you guys have made him so self-conscious. I'm sorry. I had You guys to. have made him self-conscious he, now. He's doing that on purpose. I was so, I've, so I only met the I only ready? met Watch him this. at Borbiz, so I thought he had a naturally big head. I'm not noticing it's a different size. Yo, okay, so he said he only he had only met you at Borbiz. Now he, he's pull up Chappy, Chappy's up. Where's Chappy? He's upset because you're making fun of his best friend. He's like yawn. You're making fun of Dad. So the, the head size runs in the family, I guess. <laughs> so he says the head size runs in the family, I guess. <laughs> He had to reset the camera just in case. Ah, ah I almost fell. Chappie, don't worry. They're not making Your fun head of would have saved you. Don't worry. Yeah, see, that's a little bit more normal. Uh, see, okay, so my brother says, see, no, it's not just me. And Ma- Matthew, not Matt James Reeves, says, no, totally just screw with him. <laughs> well, now I got up and moved it. and But at least at least uh, Chappie got some more time. <laughs> so real quick, as a quick comment, CJ Frost just, just says, I'm an amputee and I wouldn't change anything. Very good. I can't get CJ Frost to come on the show worth a shit. He's an EOD guy. He's Air Force EOD. Man, he would have been great to come you on. You and Frank he's... can't mentally jerk each other off on the stream. Get your butt on here at some point. Yeah, we got to get him on here. Uh, <laughs> cool guy. We, we rode our bikes across the country together. Uh, oh, my God. Benny, what years, quit, quit. <laughs> what years uh, did you serve in? And I think I heard you say you're still active duty. No, so I'm a reservist. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I know. Sorry. And you're still, but, <laughs> but but you're still in the reserves. Yeah, I'm still in the reserves. Yeah. As a so you you started a podcast, Semper Sometimes. Uh, yeah. I guess so. I you know freedom of speech, whatever we we whatever we say here. I don't think we're that offensive, but and now nowadays, if you say anything that's not um, approved, uh, they can come and cancel you. So I guess my question is, still being associated with the military, do you do you feel guarded at times? How do you feel about uh, actually getting on and speaking? Every day, I literally like so. I do a lot of recruit uh, episodes about recruiting duty. Okay, um, are you a recruiter now? Leaders, 
Well, I was well. I'm a recruiter now for the civilian world, but I was a recruiter for the Marine Corps for four years. Okay. Um, oh, so I talk. God, I, feel I have your like, pain. <laughs> yeah. So I have 25 episodes just strictly about recruiting duty. Yeah. Um, and when I do those episodes, I have to be very careful with what I'm talking about because yeah. I'm talking to the the community of recruiters and the command. Um, so I have had people reach out to me a lot of good things, but I had, I don't ever use names and I did a couple of episodes and I had gunnery sergeants calling me like, yo, why the hell are you talking about me? Why? Do, and I was like, bro, I never said your name. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but if the so shoe fucking like, fits. Yeah, yeah. Guilt. Exactly. That guilt. So I'm just like, you know, or someone's like, oh, you, I feel like you're coming at me. And I'm like, bro, I never said your name. I never brought it up. Um, so when I do those episodes, I do. Um, and then I can't really right now can't really have a stance on COVID because I'm still in the Marine Corps. So I got to yeah. watch where I tiptoe there because somebody might crazy. take that offensive. Um, so, but yeah, I do, I do, I'm very careful. Like any episode I do on recruiting duty, I send it out to one of my, uh, master guns who's retired and I'm like, Hey, can you listen to this episode for me and just make sure I didn't see nothing crazy. And he's like, bro, you're good. And, okay. you know, I have had to edit a couple of things, but nine times out of ten, I just at this point don't care. Um, yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, <laughs> why did you start a podcast? Like, where'd you where'd you come up with the idea? So the heavy I side. <laughs> I love to talk a lot. I love to talk a lot. Um, and I just gotten fired from being a recruiter. Uh, my commanding officer made a decision to stop my contract and send me back to the reserve program for long story short. Um, and I was getting off of active duty and I was going back to the reserves and I knew that I was going to feel a sense of loss without having Marines to my left and right. Cause as a recruiter, you're in the same office with the same five guys every day. So I immediately, when I went on, I went on terminal leave, um, for 90 days, I had 180 days on the books, but, um, I went on terminal leave. And I noticed already that I was just like sitting in my house, like drinking and smoking cigarettes and not going to the gym. And I was like, bro, what am I going to do? Like when I, when this is no longer my career. Yeah. And my wife, my wife just looked at me and she was like, why don't you start a podcast? She was like, you talk about podcasts. You listen to the podcast. She was like, you bullshit all day long and you don't listen to anybody. So why not just talk to other people when you're talking to yourself? And That's I was fair. like, that sounds like a great idea. So I, I literally ended up starting a podcast. Um, I invited a friend. He ended up doing like the first two episodes with me, but that kind of ended abruptly um, just because of his schedules and mine didn't match. And then I just took it all the way. And now I'm at 85 episodes in less oh, than good six for months. And, yeah. Nice. So, and, I, and I really just started it because I felt like we, there's a lot of things that we talk about, but we don't talk about. And there's a lot of stuff that goes unnoticed, especially for the Marines that are still in the Marine Corps. Um, so sorry, Benny. I, I, sorry, Benny. I had to show. I had to show my dog is is trying to Molest make Frank. make sweet sweet love to <laughs> that beautiful. He's like oh, your man. beard looks like my my other puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what mine's doing. But yeah, no, I just um I just wanted to have a community of veterans and people that are still on the duty. And be able to speak for them while they can't really speak for themselves. Um, and then also talk about topics that I couldn't talk about while I was a recruiter. Right. Because I had a lot of disagreements with my command. And when I would voice them, they'd be like, no, nah, that's not how it is. So then when I started the podcast and I was like, yo, how do you feel about this? Everybody would say exactly what I was saying. So now I have a way to voice it. And it's getting out there to the whole entire Marine Corps recruiting command. Um, and I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from master gunnery sergeants to colonels to, you know, a whole bunch of people. So that's and it's really good. Why it's good it. feedback. Yeah. Um, I've gotten all good feedback. Like I said, the only negative one, I had two negative feedbacks. I had a dude who hit me up on Facebook. Um, and he pretty much was like some salty ass gunny. And he was like, bro, you're just trying to make money off of the recruiting command and the recruiters out in the street. I was like, bro, how am I making money off of you? The the podcast is free. I don't sell a tire. I don't. I'm not selling you anything. I'm literally having a conversation about recruiting duty and how much you hate it, and I'm trying to make it better for you by making it making you laugh about it. And this dude just came at me and like, bro, 
there was a thread of like no lie 300 comments and this gunny just like attacking me because I was making this recruiting post. Like it was crazy. It's because um, he's mad and boring. And then you realize that, uh, Oh man, this guy's more special than I am. I got to do something to stand out. <laughs> yeah. So that was the only negative. Um, and then, like I said, the Marine that thought that I was talking about him, which I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I literally was talking about him, but <laughs> I just never said his name. Like, Whoops. You know, like I, yeah, like, yeah, so it is I, what it is, though. I always ask authors, I've had a bunch of authors, back, back when I was more legit, <laughs> back <laughs> when I was a fancy a fancy interviewer, now I'm just Ooh. like, man, dick jokes. Uh, <clears throat> but I used to ask uh, authors all the time, I'm like, how do you address, when you're writing a story about your squadron or your unit or whatever, how do you address the shitbags? Like, c- c- everyone knows them, Fake and you names. have to write yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. them. Fake names. Yeah, yeah. No, well, no, because, uh, uh, well, yeah, I suppose they could, but the ones that I spoke with, they were like, I, I wish, actually, I don't remember the, the answer. I think it was like, you just address it the way it was. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't sit there and disparage do. someone, but you say, you say how it happened. And yeah. I don't know, that's a tricky thing. That's, that's, so what I've seen and learned, especially in my time, is... <clears throat> Anytime I voiced something when I was even when I was a young corporal at the time, it was, hey man, I've had this NCO or this staff NCO do this. And they say, Who it is who is it? And I say, Well, it's someone in our command, but I can't name the name. But someone who's been so you you it's almost like a paper trail, but verbally. They've done yeah. this, 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 and this, and then it's like ding, light bulb, we know who the yeah, fuck it is. Exactly. So now you don't have to worry about naming a name because they can approach it knowing who's done it, yeah. who's said it, who's been yep. there, and without having to worry about <laughs> a conduct on becoming a Marine, disrespecting an NCO, staff, yep. NCO officer, etc. It's 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 that little gray area He's being be vague. Slick with it, man. It's being He's vague with giving direct information. Do you know what? Do you know what just dawned on me? Uh, if you write a book uh, about your service, usually it has to go through a DOD review. Yes, yes, it does. Um, but we're allowed to just go on a podcast and talk about. IEDs and <laughs> flying and whatever. Well, it's a matter of it's a matter of national security. It depends on if it, if it's something that that generally is an issue. Then sure. If if Frank starts talking about EOD freaking opsec opsec and handbook information of how to diffuse and, and make things to where they where Afghanis can be like, oh man, we can get yeah. around that. We can get yeah. around that. Well, first That's of all, an like, issue. First of all, like nobody would understand unless you're in the community what the hell I was talking about. That's true. Yeah, I would That's know. true. <laughs> like, watch this, dude. Know. Watch this. I can totally watch this. Blasting caps, bombs, uh, dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> fuse. There you go. Oh, we're all yeah, we are freaking. We're all EOD. You guys are nailing it. You guys are nailing it. C four. Oh yeah. What's yeah. up? I know I'm talking about right some blasting caps. <laughs> Get you your badge right away. Some timing charges, shape charges, water charges, pressure charges. Yeah, Here we go. Uh, do you ever feel lost in a sea of podcasts? There's no shortage of podcasts out there. And I like to ask this of, of podcasters. How do you make yourself stand out? And do you ever sit there and go, God, what the hell am I doing? Do I, I mean, do right. I really? Like, every what? day, man. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Him, not um, me. So like so for me it's like I, I had somebody when I first started the podcast like all my civilian friends were like so you're gonna be like the veteran Joe Rogan and I was like <laughs> no yeah, I and wish they were like <laughs> yeah gosh. right and um you know and like so my thing and this is kind of going back to the first question is like I love vet TV and I love stuff like that but I think it causes you to have a negative viewpoint towards the actual military branches so if you're a civilian my bad my dog's all over the place. Um, right. If you're a civilian, my dog's you know, you cheating now on have, me. You now have this negative view on how the Marine Corps or the military is. And I hated the fact that there was such a negative viewpoint on veterans in our community. So I was like, you know what? I want to share more of the positive things that happen on recruiting duty or in the military or how business Wait, has become you know, entrepreneurs in recruiting and stuff duty? Like that. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. Right? I was a Marine recruiter for two and a half years in Hartford, Connecticut. There um, was nothing positive. Like, well, yeah, bro, you said Hartford, Connecticut, dog. You were probably in the middle of the woods, not able to do nothing. They, no, this is the middle of the city. And oh, okay. um, half of the kids were the place I... 90% what of the kids... This is long 1965? Shut your, <laughs> shut your whore mouth. Listen, well, son, yeah, there's a war going on in Vietnam. We need people like you, good people. You don't want to join the Air Force, you want to join the Marine Corps and go fight for Suzy Q. So we gotta think about this though. Gotta, gotta get back to my dame you, here. 
I'm telling you right now, if I was a recruiter in your time, whatever that was, I wouldn't have enjoyed it because why? You had to go to a payphone to make phone calls. You had it. Oh my God! It wasn't that long ago, dude. It wasn't that long ago. You had a beeper and you had a rush to go to. Okay, these guys got your these guys got your head kind of. He, he picks up the receiver. Go. Mary, connect me to nine nine five three East Timor. <laughs> Frank invented the beeper. Oh <laughs> He's like, I still have my boob tube. It's got three buttons on it. <laughs> no, 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 I got it. Uh, uh, he needs to contact someone. No, he had the Pony Express. Get it right. He's like. This just in from Frank Easterling. This there is, has this been a. This is what we're doing. This, this is what we're doing. This, this is what we're doing. Here, here it comes. The Hindenburg is coming through. Oh, there. oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, it burst into flames. It burst into flames. This is the worst thing a day. <laughs> As I was saying, Juan, we got some smoke signals coming up. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. The area I was in sucks. <laughs> so there I was. I had all one. Right, I right, had right. one working school out of five, and the other schools I had were all inner city, and none of the kids were smart enough to join the Marine Corps. Smart enough, or no, they were not smart enough to join the Marine Corps, <laughs> and know. that's saying a lot. <laughs> that's funny. There's a, I, okay. I, there's a couple friends that I went to high school with that literally took the ASVAB for the Marine Corps and failed three times. Wow. Yeah. For the minimum oh, I required I job. I someone hey, to do that to that. Hey, I, yeah. put them, I put them in the Marine Corps, man. <laughs> Give me their numbers. No, they failed the minimum. They couldn't even get the minimum. I, I have oh, one no, question. Bro, I, have bro, one I, know question. Kid, I know a kid uh, who tried joining for six years and finally joined after six years. Holy shit. He couldn't pass the test. Yes. But okay, I would go, say that's go, Frank, go, but Frank's older. All right, we so. got we got we, Okay, go ahead, Frank. I did have one, one question. Yeah. Have you ever run across a kid that had... That took the test, passed the ASVAB, but the line scores were so low, they didn't qualify for a job in the military in any branch. Wow. He said me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect answer. I'm not even lying. That was me. My, my Master Gunnery Sergeant Patriakis was the boss of the office, and I was an 18-year-old year old, came out of the test, and he looked at me, and he said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, how'd I do? He was like, bro, <laughs> you passed the test, but you don't qualify for any jobs. He's, I was he's like, like, well, you qualify for the Easter Seals, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah. they're going to take you out bowling. It's going to be a good time for you. <laughs> so, I, yeah, did I, I had, did a, I go too I had far? to retake the test a month later. I, I, I passed it, but I didn't have enough. I didn't have scores to actually get a job in the Marine Corps. So, yeah, I was that guy. Wow. And you still are able to serve. That's all that matters. Uh, I want to cover a couple of these stories here before we... Time is ticking away. It's yeah, ticking, man. ticking away. Uh, Frank, you emailed me a sad story. Uh, truck carrying over $400,000 worth of Jack Daniels bourbon overturned. Yes. My yes. heart bleeds for this fucking... Yes. A couple things. A couple things. That, like, <laughs> it's, it's a crazy story, right? Um, but think about the driver. Like, do you get $400,000 worth of bourbon? Do you... what? Is your job like they're insured? Is your uh, like yeah, insured. it's a good thing prohibition is an issue? Well, uh, back when Frank, no, we're not. No more, <laughs> no more Frank jokes. No more Frank jokes. Well, not, the thing when Frank is, was on recruiting. Here's the thing, though. He so created the bicycle across the this ha- I believe where this happened. Yeah, it's in a dry county. So oh, where, so where the Murfreesboro, bourbon, Tennessee, yep. so in Kentucky, yeah. So everyone's where, running, licking the road. <laughs> yeah. So where actual Jack Daniels and where that stuff is made, it's a it's made in a dry county. Seriously? Yeah. So Wait, you can't buy exist? it. Yes. yes. Yo, hell God, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. yeah so you can't buy it. Here. Now you can buy it through their gift shop as a gift, but you can't like buy it. In a, it's a dry county. They do that. They do that up in Washington D.C. Like at the um, <gasps> the. the Pot shops. Listen to the way I'm saying it. What, what's going on, Jeremy? My brother's a dick. The um, the weed the, the weed shops. You can't buy it in D.C. Someone's telling me really, this. Really, dude? What's happening? <laughs> he used the Oregon Trail. <laughs> really, dude? You too? Et tu, Brute? <laughs> but they they you can buy like a T-shirt or something. Do you remember, have you ever heard this? 
So yes. like there's there's all sorts of weird things. Like you buy a t-shirt and they gift you like an ounce of weed or whatever. So like you buy so a five hundred dollar. So that's in DC. That's in DC. That's okay. in DC. So that's the standard now. Is it's illegal to sell it, but it's not illegal to possess it or gift it. So <laughs> not saying I've ever gone there and done it and tried it. Wink, wink. Um, you go there and you buy a cookie, you buy a shirt, you buy a t-shirt, you buy a hat, something like that, and they gift you the amount of what that would be in that's the price crazy. of the t-shirt. That's crazy. So basically, you're getting a free T-shirt because no one's going there to buy that stuff. Uh, I wonder how dry counties were. You you can have booze in the dry counties. You just can't buy it. You just can't sell it. Well, where it is, it's literally like right over, the, like across the line from okay. a non-dry county. This is what I would do, right? I'm moving to the area and I'm like, okay, well, I like the house. The school systems are great. Um, uh, low crime. It's a what? Excuse me? It's a wet county? Oh, it's, it's dry? Uh, honey, get the car. We're out of here. We're out of here. These heathens <laughs> just keep moving on. Uh, you had another alcohol-related story. I wonder what was on your mind. Uh, more than 60 were stranded in a British pub due to snow. There's a couple things that stands out on that one. I didn't know Great Britain got snow anymore. What? Yeah, I don't. I haven't been. A, I have been a Great Britain. It's been years. I guess the Highlands, like up in 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 Scotland. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. but in regular Great Britain, regular Great Britain, regular Great Britain, in the non-Scotland part of Great Britain, do they, they or the UK? You know, I don't even Great know how that's with all the pikeys. They um, yeah, and they were they were there to see an Oasis cover band, and apparently it snowed. The drifts picked up, and then these people were stranded for in the 60, pub for sixty days. Now my thing. No, is, no, no. no. Three days, 60 people. Oh, 60 people, yeah. yeah so yeah. my thing is, how big did the bar tab get? Oh, yeah. And I think they said, like, at the time of the story was made, two people were still there. They yeah, yeah. Left. Yeah, they couldn't get home. I kind of, <laughs> I'm a little jealous of that story. I think, think about it. Bit. Like, think about it. You're, it's, it's cold. It's snowing. Like, in New England, that was one of the best things. You go to a bar, at, you know, in the wintertime, and you, they have the fire going, whatever, and you're having a Guinness, you're having whatever you're drinking. Uh, and if someone suddenly said, I know you got work tomorrow uh, and the next day, but, but we're we're all just gonna closed. we're all just gonna hang out here <laughs> for the next three. It would, it might be annoying <laughs> at some point, but I, I mean, would you? I, I I don't know. I think it sounds like a great idea to be honest with I you. I think the fact. only bad part about that is you're stuck eating bar food for three days. That's a lot of pickle, oh darn that's a lot of pickled stuff. Oh just, fucking darn! Just, just just mozzarella sticks. I was about to say days of, mo- days of cheese sticks. <laughs> pickled eggs every day with ranch, not mozzarella. At the end, at the end, you got fourteen people have heart attacks, <laughs> three develop diabetes, <laughs> cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, we lost a lot of people. We made our, we now. made our own spare ribs. <laughs> so I thought that was a good story. Uh, Jeremy, you got yourself a good one. Uh, the Army's investigating a flyover gone wrong. Uh, well, it hasn't really gone wrong. They did this on purpose. Okay, so they... It, okay, so the, the standard is that they're supposed to fly above the stadium, not through the stadium. Not through the stadium, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I actually have the video of them showing it. It's, it's, a, a, it's on the notes. I actually uh, brought it. I have it up. Oh, okay. So here's the first I account. So they're literally flying. Someone thought they were going to hit the flags. Like they fly. See, they're right. See, the, see how they fly Oof, right through the. That's yeah. that's low. Here's the thing. There's regulations about flying. I mean, there, there's regulations everywhere. But what oh, I'm hearing that's myself. Me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ah, it's messing with my head. Is it? Is it fixed? It's yeah, I got it. Um, show show intern Max how that happened so he doesn't do it next week. I, well, it's because I have my volume. I forgot to turn it down. Oh, okay, that's all. Um, yeah, there's regulations. You can't fly, and I don't remember them, but you used to have to memorize like 1,200 feet, you know, near a church or a football stadium. You can't fly lower than like we used to go down to the coast and fly low level just along the beach. It was a lot of fun. And you had to be like, I can't remember, half a mile out. That's why when you ever see them flying, they're out and they're they're at a certain altitude because, I mean, if you crash, you're going to kill a shit ton of people. So, yeah, that was reckless. What they did there, it, it's awesome. I would love to have seen it. And the lieutenant colonel is, is apparently one of the top helicopter pilots in the Army currently. And he chose that and what they do the whole mission brief for those who do fly yeah. Kevin being a, a, a pilot himself or navigator, or fly, or navigator. navigator he was in a plane regardless the point being is you, you navigate you know where you're going you know your height your, your oh, elevation yeah. etc nothing's and an accident they chose to go that low you went 
Imagine had he had they actually clipped that flagpole and the thing gone down, he'd have killed thousands of people. Or if it just started, like if you had an engine failure or something like that, you don't. The whole point of altitude is that it gives you time to decide what to. Now helicopters are a different beast, but I assume from my helicopter friends out there that you want some altitude, so when shit goes sideways, you can auto rotate down or whatever and figure out which. Um, um, yeah. But there's a big investigation going on now, and now As they're there de- be. they're determining whether. Standards should be increased. It should be more strict. So fly higher. How far are you going to fly from the stadium? Or now you're going to fly outside of the stadium versus over it? it there's a there's an investigation they, going on. They so. screwed it up for everyone. Yeah, basically. There's always to... one guy that screws it up. Well, for good job. Good job, But I sir. bet you everybody in that stadium will never forget it. It was I the know. best day of their damn life. Yeah, lives. they weren't scared. I mean, there might have been someone. The guy who's under the flag is like, what the hell? Everyone else, everyone <laughs> else is one, like, dude. this is awesome. Bro, <laughs> you could so, probably feel somebody, the rotor wash on that. Somebody's mom's hair was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> a, wig, a wig flew off. Oh no! Some some Vietnam vet just started. He tears his T-shirt off, puts it around his forehead like this. That was Frank. And that, the game, Frank? <laughs> I knew it was coming back to me. I honey, what's wrong? Back. They're they're in the trees, honey. Now I'm not making fun of that. Absolutely not. I thought that was a good joke, and I don't like to offend anyone. Uh, we have one last story. I don't know if I want to go down that path. Um, it's such a wholesome show so far, <laughs> to some degree. The last one. To some degree, yeah. I mean, uh, we just say the next one for next week when you guys started out. No, next oh, week. I, next oh. week. Speaking of next week, it is the smartest branch. Uh, we have Benny who raised his hand, like oh, a gentleman. Yeah, let's hear something, Bernard. All, all I know is that before I got on this show, you told me that it gets very, very gray and sometimes dark. That's and true. Talking about not, and then you're talking about like not sharing. The, That's the story. a fair point. And now, and now I want to know what the hell it is. I got a feeling. I know this. Is this the one? This, yeah, the one my other, is my other story. Yeah, yeah this is a, no. This isn't your other story. Maybe it is. I thought this was a Jeremy story. No, it's blue. That was Frank. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me think about this for a second. Um, <laughs> okay, you know what? It's it's, that, it's worth talking about. It's worth talking about. I mean, about. we're at eight fifty-two. We've already, plenty of time to even. We've both. already we've already tiptoed into this. A we few did times. a little bit. And it, the problem is, in today's day and age, you're not allowed to. Say, this is verboten to talk about. You're, you're not supposed to talk about this stuff, even though we're sitting here just having a conversation and spitballing what the issue is. So, um, of course, the the article is titled "Racism Plagues the U.S. Military Academies," and I looked through what that is, right? Because, <clears throat> and I always I always use this as as your. Uh, standard of racism, right? American History X. There's a white supremacist, right? In my mind, that's a Hands white. Su- yeah, that's I a white supremacist. There's any question? What was his name? Derek something. He's got the the yeah, swastika Derek, and everything. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are skinhead uh, racists. Okay, perfect. Now I know. Now I know what the what do they call that? Your your baseline. Now yeah. Your ba- and then you have like that weird dude that you, know, you ever been in line somewhere and they start dropping racist stuff and you're like, all right, this guy, I this guy's a jerk. Jerk maybe with jokes, but like not like just an asshole, right? An asshole. And no one wants to hang around him. That to me, there's your, there it is. They're claiming that the, the uh, military academies, all of them are racist because they had to learn about Confederate history. That was one of them. Oh, you mean like we do in school? Yeah. So, and and you brought this up, Frank, that let's say we rename uh, the the different forts and and bases and stuff like that. Does that mean it didn't happen does that exactly. mean it stopped happening my dog is just he is like loving you right now <laughs> oh shamaya if you're watching it's almost like you should get a dog oh my gosh he needs to <laughs> i got yelled at last week oh, i'm no. not saying anything more about dogs oh no oh no it's all right johnny might have a home but we can get you another awesome. one well so yeah so this okay a couple of reasons with the story this story stood out to me is because it's you see a lot of it and a lot of people they, they try to bring it up and that's why i asked you earlier uh, when we talked about the Air Force story, was this a thing where this is an outside entity that's trying to help the military right. and fix the military? Because that literally has never worked, ever. It's never worked. And by the way, in the one person that's in, if, you, if anyone goes to look at this article, I am not related to the person that I know of. Oh, his name is Easterling? Yeah. I didn't even know I'm not that. related to him. Fucking whoops. <laughs> at least that I'm aware of. I'm not related to him. But... So for me, this kind of hits a personal chord because a lot of people said, well, why you see all the racism that was in EOD? There was no racism. And they always said that because there was a time, literally, I was the only black E5 student mm-hmm. in EOD school when I went through. 
for about a good six or seven months or so before other now there were other black students there but i was the only black nco well was there what they're trying to do is like i said take real obvious racism and then take like someone says i voted for trump well now you're a racist we have to wash him out and that's where it's becoming it's becoming a political thing uh let me ask you a question i don't think i've ever asked this to you have you ever experienced just blatant blatant racism in the military uh blatant actually well one there was one incident (laughs) boot camp swim call no (laughs) sorry Uh, (laughs) i had the blatant so i had a my roommate in okinawa i come in he had another one of his buddies. This is my first like week in Okinawa, my first duty station, first week, fresh in the, in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I guess to try to get like a shock value out of me, he's in there and he's cutting a swastika in this kid's head. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a little friggin' So far. I look and I'm like, well, this is not going to play over what you go well. <laughs> no. So they both look back at me like, ha, and I'm like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I go over to, to my rack and he looks at me and he says, do you think this would be cool? And I'm like, <laughs> what an asshole. I was like, well, no. Do you know what would it be? Go for it. I said, but I want to see you do it. Like, I dare you. <laughs> and then later on that night, he says, so I'm getting ready to get, you know, stationed out in California. Should I get white pride, you know, across my chest? I'm like, yeah, totally. Go for it. Yeah, go yeah. for it. There goes your life. <laughs> like, knock yourself out. You should have got a swastika tattoo and then you'd like Bro. open up your shirt and you're like, what's up, brother? <laughs> <laughs> what? But, but Benny's thing, got something. Yo, but so thing, because we're on this, we're on, yeah, oh, go ahead. sorry. Well, so because we're of, on this. T- okay, we got to figure this out. All right, Frank, <laughs> real quick, finish your Frank. So the thing about finish it, so, your Frank. but other than, Shut up. the only other time other than that is, so the other thing, the reason I said it hits kind of a core with is because when I first got to EOD, my first unit, there's a lot of like nicknames they give you and stuff like that. Like I was the unicorn because I was the only <laughs> black guy in my unit. Right. And a lot of the units were like, oh, you guys got a unicorn. That's pretty cool. Because and anyone from the outside would look at that and be like, oh, my God, they don't like yeah. black people in EOD. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. The thing is, you're not going to get a lot of black people to say, hey, the thing over there is going to blow up. Go take care of it. Right. A lot of black folk aren't going to do that. Right. And the other side of the coin is because of the education system and how it is, not a lot of minorities qualify for EOD because your scores have to be in a certain range. So which which begs the the thing, you know, where, where are you putting your energies? Are you putting your energies into trying to convince a whole group of Generation Z kids that the life is stacked against you? Or do you put your energy into maybe getting kids in the inner city or whatever to have better schools, better opportunity, better opportunities that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, so, so like, where, where are you putting your energy? You're putting your energy into a, a boogeyman and convincing a bunch of people that, that they can't do well, or if they don't do well, it's not because of their lack of trying. It's because, because of, my, my yeah. overall question for that article or for whoever wrote that would have been one, did you write this article knowing, knowing that, a lot of minorities and a lot of people of color wanted to be officers and were denied or did you just see the numbers and think oh well that those numbers are horrible and it's racist no okay real quick i've noticed that the military times and the marine corps times has gone very yeah they woke. are left yeah woke so when have. they start posting this type of statistics it's not just to, it's not they're not trying to educate people they're trying to hey look at this it's this or this and it's that's, that's and then half the time when there's like an issue, like with a a, a racist event, and they look into it, it's made up. It's just oh, yeah. someone. It's, it's just it's someone some trying to, personal piece. Someone trying to tear us apart. Because unfortunately, for the people that want to tear us apart, the majority of us don't give a shit what you look like. They don't give exactly. a shit who you sleep with. We don't give a shit about any of that. Are you a good person? Awesome. Let's hang out, drink, and come on my show. And- don't don't be coming on the show, please. Just, you can if you want. Uh, but Benny was Benny country. was trying to say something too. So what you're saying, man? No. So because you what you guys were talking about with the white supremacy and the, and all that stuff, I just, it reminded me of a story. So a buddy of mine that I was on recruiting duty with, Mo, he was an active duty sergeant, and um, he told me this is his story that he told me. He had a a staff sergeant that was he was a corporal at the time. He had a staff sergeant that was like his best. Like they were great friends. He promoted him to corporal. They were like, it was his number one mentor. 
And um, he leaves, he gets stationed in a new station, he gets PCS, and he's watching the news with his wife. My boy Mo is Mexican, his wife at the time was a white, was a white chick from Ohio. And they're watching the news and all of a sudden on the news comes up Marine, Nazi, white supremacist, kicked out of the Marine Corps. And it's his staff sergeant that what? he oh, knew shit. for four years. And he's like, no way. He's like, what? Wow. And literally, it was like, it was, and they were like, they drank together. They had dinner together. They hung out together. Was he legit though? Like, did he belong I don't, I don't to like know. some Aryan brotherhood or yeah, some crap like that? Yeah. Apparently it came out. It was on the national news that Marine staff sergeant like was a white supremacist that he was like caught, I think, at like a flag burning across like this whole entire thing went up in the news. Yeah, here's it was here's years ago. Here's yeah. the thing. Can you eliminate assholes like there? No. There's always there's always going to be assholes, but they With the I think the trigger. I, mean, I think um, they are they are so far. I personally, this is how I feel that they are so far on the outskirts. Like I said, the majority of us are in the middle and it's unfortunate because yeah. those assholes in the outskirts are, are and the media, the media jumps oh, all yeah. over it. So you have one I, instance. I think well, it's come bro, down. It's like, to, go ahead. It's like when I was in Afghanistan, when I got home from Afghanistan, our Lieutenant Colonel got kicked out of the Marine Corps under investigation because they found out that he was a, a pimp. He oh, Jesus. had a whole bunch I hear of that's common. Out women, and he was in the Marine Corps for 25, 30 some odd years. He had five kids, had a whole entire family, and he was an African American dude who ended up getting kicked out of the Marine Corps. And that was a big news story. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. My my, my that was he was my CO. I remember he, that. He was he was so my I, battalion commander. So piggybacking off what we just said, so I think it's it's more along the lines of you get those little itty bitty mosquitoes on the back of a rhino in Africa uh -huh. trying to pick pick away yep. knowing they can't get through that's how minimal they are yeah. but the problem is is you uh -huh. have mainstream media who's like look at this massive freaking group yeah, who's doing yeah. this and, and like, exactly. let's, let's use that to our political advantage and the and, thing is like yep. my my previous roommate you know you guys remember John whenever a story has ever broken out and something's come out and you say oh, certain groups and people are saying this and this has come out and you do you do your own research and nothing comes up. You're like, who are these people saying this? Because I can't find a single incident. It's the well, mainstream media. Yeah, I mean, uh, saying it so that everybody believes it, and then everybody starts tweeting I didn't about hear, it, posting about it. I didn't hear anyone say a single racist thing in seven years in there for six years, however long I was in. Never heard it. Never heard it once. Now maybe they were saying it behind my back because I'm Sicilian. And yeah, well, the thing is, to, is, no, it, is it there? Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, just I, like there were, like he said, just like the, you know, yeah. there's a white supremacist, Aryan brother, whatever. I've seen Bloods and Crips. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah. and GD and all sorts of like you know gang members, yeah. actual still active gang members in the military. In the military, well, yeah, oh, I heard yeah. that's a big problem. So, They're I common mean, in California. So if you yeah. want to like the narcos and their dudes in, yeah. So if you want to like, you can't. Let's not focus on just the one. It's yeah. all there. Yeah, all yeah. There. Everyone can be an asshole. Yeah. Equal opportunity yeah. assholes across the board. Amen. Um, yeah, so where can folks find uh, Semper sometimes? I get that confused. Semper sometimes, which is Semper is always and sometimes is sometimes. So I kind of <laughs> yeah. like that. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But uh, yeah, where, where can folks check you out, listen to your show and all that fun um, stuff? I'm on like seven or eight different platforms. Um, YouTube, Ooh, I have my videos. Look at Mr. Fancy um, Pants here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio. Um, and then I have YouTube videos on YouTube. Um, one day when Spotify, you know, thinks I'm cool enough to be on Spotify, you know, with their videos, you know, I'll be oh, on right. there too. But yeah. Awesome. But yeah. Uh, and you have a website? Yes. Um, Semper sometimes with Benny.com. Okay. Very good. Man, sometimes thanks for Benny. hopping on the show. It, at least Benny showed up. <laughs> Yo, we're not going to talk about. Do you know what? He's a name that he shall not be said. Never letting that go. He's a name that is <laughs> never. I'm sorry. I, okay. Letting that I'm go. I'm being nice and I'm not saying it. I've had people cancel. I'll say it. I've had people cancel. <laughs> oh, uh, it's like he's a rapper and a marine. But not. Hey, whoa, hey, come on. Oh. I mean, I get it. Uh, that Frank's we, a rapper and a marine. What are you talking about? He's I a gamer. Presence. He's a gamer and a marine. Have presence. you not seen? I rap presents. That's. Wait. I rap a mean present. 
Wait, are you really a rapper? No. <laughs> what is when he he's saying? philosophical, he is. Oh, he's. It, they, do you know what kind of rap that? That's called. Uh, what's that kind of rap called? I had a friend that that taught me all about rap. It's called. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's like a boomer trying to describe a Game Boy. <laughs> All right, guys, next week we have an awesome show. I guess we're going to do it at the normal time, uh, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. We're going to do the uh, Smartest Branch competition. Ooh, also I got some big news. I figured why are we just focusing on, <clears throat> on military when there's a lot of people out there that have uh, a, a similar situations on this stuff? So we're going to start having some cops show up. I've been hanging I with was Ra- ask Raleigh you about cops. That. I was going right. to ask. Hell yeah. About, yeah. you know, fire and... and, and yeah, and, fire, and bring it on. Yeah. You know, I used to be a oh, firefighter. Yeah. One of those little known secrets. And I'm, I'm going to put an axe back there. Uh, before I went into the military, I was a firefighter. Uh, family tradition all the way back to like 1900. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to start doing back first to, responders. Back to Frank's time? <sighs> yeah, back to... You know what? <laughs> You know what? I like him. I like him. <laughs> you have him back on. You're hired. <laughs> you know what? When as soon as my life alert, you know, kicks in, I'm gonna kick all you guys. Ass. So maybe, maybe like <laughs> next year we'll do uh, smartest like military versus EMS versus first response like well, versus yeah, firefighter, like and then just we can have anything. All right. So uh, tune in next week. I guess it'll be 8 p.m. right here, same place that you're seeing us now. Sweet. Uh, I think that's all I got. I don't know if I have anything other than that. Like you said like, at the very beginning. Um, Max, right? Yep. So I won't be here. I'll be in Cancun. Um, Number is going to be huge next week. Thank God, because now we'll blow up. So we have uh, we have an, an intern, fellow, intern, friend, and fellow who will be intern Max. hopping in, and he will be taking my place while I am unconscious and or. Do you know what you forgot to do? You forgot to put on your red light. Jeremy, you put on your warm light. Yeah. Oh, put I thought your red light. I mean, I have been passing gas. I thought it was a red light. I was wondering why your 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 shot over there looks so bad. And I got to get a light for you, Frank. Something maybe light up. I got to do something for you about your seat. Your light seat up sucks. your life, baby. All right, guys. You're the dog, Shamaya. Thanks for checking us out. Twenty one gun dot net. Spell it out. Twenty one gun dot net. Tune in next week. It's not going to be a normal show. It's going to be uh, fun and all sorts of trivia and good stuff. Good stuff. <gasps> Who will be the smartest? No, branch? Josh, you went too far. I'm sorry. I don't mean to end this, but. My- Wait, wait, wait. I heard too far. Come on. Come on. I don't want to. Wait, was he born during the crucifixion? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Dude, you're going to get your brother punched in the face because you're twins. I was going to imagine it's you. you I provided alcohol to you. Hold on. If you hit him, him, perhaps he'll feel it. it. I've heard that. All right, guys. Good night. Thank you very much.